Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, my name is Wendy Myers. You are just listening to Everyday Animals. Uh, that song was called Insane from their new album, Under the Tyranny of Good Weather. It's fantastic. Definitely go check it out. Uh, my name is Wendy Myers. I am a health and nutrition coach. And I started my website, live210.com, to educate people about how to get healthy, how to lose weight, how to treat their health conditions naturally without medication, but also to warn people about the health risks of heavy metals and industrial chemicals that are so prevalent in today's toxic world. And my passion for nutrition and health really was born with the death of my father from actually his treatment of esophageal cancer. He didn't die from the cancer, he died from the treatment. And having placed so much faith in the modern medical establishment, I saw how bad modern medicine had become when seeing my father's treatment in the form of his 10 medications and surgeries for various illnesses spanning a whole decade. And he really just got sicker and sicker from these treatments. So my goal with Live to 110 is to help you avoid the same fate. So just for a little disclaimer, keep in mind that this program is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition because that would be illegal. Live to 110 Radio is solely informational in nature. Please consult your health care practitioner before engaging in any treatment I suggest on the show. Now, last week's show was fantastic. If you're at all confused about nutrition and keep reading about different diets and wonder why it's so confusing, Check out last week's show. It's called Why is Nutrition So Confusing? You know, how fitting. But give that a listen in the show archives on blogtalkradio.com slash live to 110. Next week, I'm interviewing Evan Brand of notjustpaleo.com about the paleo diet and ancestral health and fitness. So if you've ever been wondering about what all the fuss is about over the paleo diet, buy on our show on Monday, April 15th. Or you can just finish your taxes, but I think our show is going to be a lot more fun. So now for today's show, it's Nutritional Balancing with Hair Mineral Analysis. Uh, we have Nikki Moses of MosesNutrition.com on the air. Hello, Nikki. Hi, Wendy. Hello, everyone. Hi. She's a nutritional consultant located in Glendale, California. She's an expert in nutritional balancing science, um, having used it for, she's got, you know, really many years experience successfully using hair mineral analysis to view a person's unique body chemistry and determine the exact combinations of nutrients that are needed to bring the balance to the body so that it can heal itself really from any kind of health condition. Now, this is really one of my favorite subjects, so I had to share it with you because I've, I've been doing this program for about a year, and I'm currently training how to do it because I'm just so into it I just over the course of the year and suggesting it to pretty much every single one of my clients and friends and family members. Um, I decided that I had to train in it because it just has such a broad, uh, broad application to heal any kind of health condition because it heals the entire body. And I just know from my own experience, so many of my health issues have resolved um, while being on this program. Uh, I'm detoxing from heavy metals and chemicals. My thyroid condition and adrenal fatigue are healing. And it's just so fantastic. So I just wanted to inform everyone out there how great it is and urge everyone to try it. So, Nikki, um, can you just, you know, tell us a little bit about what exactly is nutritional balancing science? Yeah, it's, it is a whole body approach like you just mentioned. Uh, we do use a hair analysis. It's, it, the technology really isn't the hair analysis itself. A lot of people do hair testing. It was, you know, about 40 years 
of research that was done by a few doctors into how the, the minerals depositing in the hair relate to imbalances and other conditions, disease, trends, uh, anything that's going wrong in the body. And, of course, the, the hair testing was correlated with other medical results, you know, watching people as they progressed and seeing how the, the various readings on the hair test reflected things that they either had health problems that they currently had or things they developed in the future. And, you know, it was done over hundreds of thousands of hair tests in about 40 years of research. And wow. Yeah, it was, it was quite extensive. And so they came up with a system and learned how to evaluate what is showing up on a hair test. Because you can look at a hair test, and, and many doctors will use a hair test for the purpose of finding toxic metals, for example. They do know that that is something useful. That is, is something commonly known in the medical community, that you can use a hair sample for toxic metals. But they didn't know how to read the rest of the test. If calcium is high in the hair, for example, it's very easy to think that a person has too much calcium in their body when, in fact, what's happening is they're losing calcium from where it should be and it's depositing excessively in the hair, and that happens for various different metabolic reasons. So with nutritional balancing, they're looking at the whole body chemistry. The hair test is an amazing tool when you know how to read it uh, into learning what the whole system is struggling with and why it's not balancing itself. The, the moment a person has a symptom, that's mm-hmm. worth of stress. Uh, what was that? Can you repeat that? Oh, the, the moment a person has a symptom, you're really looking at years' worth of stress because the body is supposed to be balancing itself. It's supposed to take care of these things so that you don't have symptoms. So with nutritional balancing, we're trying to figure out what's going on with the whole body chemistry um, as a system, and it's really a systems approach, which is very unique, I find, in nutritional healing. Uh, because most different methods, or you know, you go see a practitioner and you have a, a stomach ache, so they give you something for your stomach. You have tired adrenals, so they give you something for your adrenals. Here, this really taps into the body chemistry as a whole and allows us to know exactly what nutrients each individual needs. It's different for everybody to jumpstart the body and, and allow it to heal itself. And it does use the hair test, um, and it, I find it to be um, it's just fascinating as a science. So how did you discover nutritional balancing science? Well, it was through my own health journey. I actually was very unhealthy from a very young age. As a baby, I was hospitalized multiple times, and I had a lot of problems with infection. I had chronic recurring infections my whole life. I was put through the medical system, so of course I was on antibiotics four to six times a year. Sometimes the course of antibiotics would last a few months or longer. And by the time I was in my late teens, I was suffering all kinds of health problems. And antibiotics weren't working anymore. I had chronic infections all over my body. And I started to get chronic fatigue, and I was became sensitive to chemicals and would have breathing problems. It just got worse and worse. So I began my journey of trying everything natural I could find after I realized the doctors weren't going to be able to help me. And I did look for systems of healing. I did see practitioners all over the country. I even went to Mexico. I tried all kinds of things on my journey to get healthy, and everything I tried I studied like crazy. So I started to develop a a vast knowledge, but nothing was working to fix me. I would get a little improvement here or there. Some things I did, I got a lot worse. And I actually had an acquaintance email me an article about adrenal burnout written by one of the researchers of nutritional balancing science, Dr. Wilson, 
And I read this article and realized this was a completely different take on everything and that this guy knew what he was talking about. So I went on to uh, his website, read everything I could possibly find on the subject, and wound up talking to him and training under him directly. And he started giving me his clients, actually. Um, he gave me quite a number of them, and I got a crash course in all of this, you know, learning directly under him how to deliver it. And, of course, I, uh, during the course of that, corrected my health. It was amazing. It was the only thing that worked for me. Yeah. I knew I had to do this to help other people because they were suffering with similar things. Yeah, so like so you said you had a bunch of health problems that resolved on this program. What kind of health problems can nutritional balancing help with? Really almost anything because it it enhances the body's ability to heal itself. There's quite a concept that's developed I think through failures in the medical and nutritional world and in healing different conditions that people think the body can't heal itself and it needs a drug or it needs something to do the job that the body can't do. And the truth is the body really is extremely intelligent. It knows everything that's wrong. It knows it more thoroughly than any testing is going to show. And you tap into that healing power. You give the body the exact combination of nutrients it needs, and it does start to heal itself, and pretty much anything can be healed. There are a few things, obviously, if you've lost a finger you know, or a limb or something, the body can yeah. have a little trouble regrowing that. There's certain kinds of nerve damage that are hard to reverse. But I have had clients with almost any kind of condition come to me and get improvement or complete relief from that condition just using nutritional balancing. Oh, wow. So what so what does it help with, uh, like depression? Yeah, that's the other thing. There's there's emotional factors as well. The the body chemistry has a lot to do with emotion. Toxic metals, because I know that's a big component of what we're going to be talking about, um, they create emotional imbalances as well. Some of them create anxiety. Some create psychosis. Some create depression, and the imbalances in the body also create those emotions. You know, if the adrenals are really tired and the person's very tired, they're going to get depressed eventually because that's mm-hmm. the body's way of telling you to slow down, saying, I don't have the energy to do all of these things. I want you depressed. I want you laying on a sofa doing nothing, and it's the body signaling you to slow down. So when you build up the energy systems, then the depression starts to ease. So it's all very interrelated with with emotional problems as well. Okay, great. Yeah, I definitely know that for my own personal experience that my mood has improved so much. My depression has absolutely lifted, and I just keep feeling better and better and better, you know, emotionally and physically on the program. So it's just it's just great in that regard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's a typical experience for a lot of people. Uh, many people come to me for anxiety, for example, a very common problem today. And mm-hmm. you know, you have to work on all of the components of that, the toxic metals and the various organs and glands involved, and it does uh, work tremendously well. Okay. Yeah, and so the the company that does the hair test is called Analytical Research Laboratories. Right. So why does the analytical research laboratories have more accurate results than other companies that do hair mineral analyses? Because when I was talking to people before I, I committed to doing it, um, I heard several doctors and a, another health practitioner that told me that the results weren't that accurate. But I think that's more due to, uh, you know, other testing companies just not doing it very well. So that's how right. does this lab do it differently? Yes. Um, well, What was historically done for hair testing was the hair sample was taken, it was sent to the lab, 
and the lab would use various solvents to clean the hair. Then they would test the hair sample for its mineral content. Uh, what the researchers here behind Nutritional Balancing found was that that solvent, any type of solvent you use to wash the hair at the lab, was removing some of the nutrient minerals, things like calcium, sodium, potassium, that you needed to see what was really going on with the body chemistry. It didn't tend to affect toxic metals. Those are fairly accurate any lab that you use, but it did affect the nutrient minerals, and depending on what solvent they used and how long they washed it with the solvent, different amounts of these minerals would come out of the hair. And so what they do at analytical research labs is they don't wash the sample. You wash your hair with regular shampoo, you send it in, they do not use any solvents, and that way the mineral readings are actually quite accurate, and they've tested it uh, to see how accurate it is. And the readings come out very consistent because they're not using the solvents. And so when you're looking at hair testing for nutritional purposes, not toxic metals, you want to use a lab that does not wash the hair sample. There's one other lab that has started after analytical research lab started that also now knows not to wash the sample. So there are two labs and only two labs that oh, you wow. find, yeah, that don't wash the sample. Okay. And so exactly how accurate is nutritional balancing science? Well, I found it to be very accurate because of the way the lab, of course, is not washing the hair sample, which helps a lot. And the research that went into it was extensive and very thorough. So it tends to get great results because of that accuracy. It's not a diagnostic tool where you can look at a hair test and confirm someone has cancer, for example, or confirm that they are diabetic. But mm -hmm. when you're looking at the trends and you're looking at what is needed to correct the body chemistry, you really do see it. You can see trends towards diabetes, which is nice because it's not only what you have now you want to know about, it's what you're going to have in five years. Yeah. And so it's very accurate when looking at disease trends in the body. And so you get a very good picture of the total body chemistry. I find in that regard it's more accurate than blood tests when we're looking at the whole body. And yeah, I, I really like that uh, you can see your thyroid function and your adrenal function. That's just personally my two problems, but they're also epidemic in our society. But I really like that for when I went to testing with uh, my medical doctor, my naturopathic doctor, my test results there exactly match the test results with the, the hair test, which I was happy about because the hair test is only, you know, 200 to $250. So I thought that was kind of a bargain compared to all the money I was spending on testing with my doctor. Yeah, exactly. It is very accurate with the thyroid. It shows things that blood tests don't show, and that I find it even more valuable in that regard. What we're looking at with this test is indicators for thyroid, but we're also looking at how well the thyroid hormones are being used by the cells. People think of their thyroid hormones as just floating around, and we have to have enough of them. So if we don't have enough, we'll take a thyroid medication, for example, but what's not being taken into account by most doctors is the fact that those hormones actually do have to be used by the cells. I have many clients who come to me with perfectly normal thyroid hormone levels in the blood based on their blood tests, but they have almost every symptom of low thyroid. And what mm -hmm. we can see on the hair test, fascinatingly enough, is, is we can see the utilization of those hormones within the cells, and we can work on correcting that so that those little thyroid symptoms go away. And we don't do it by adding thyroid hormones. We do it by correcting why those hormones aren't being used properly by the cells. So you can, you know, restore the thyroid, which we work on doing, but you also restore the utilization of hormones 
properly in the body. And that's something that the blood serum tests, they just can't show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, and that's, you know, the, the nutritional balancing science, the, the hair mineral analysis test, it shows, uh, you know, all the different heavy metals that you can, uh, you know, you have toxicity with. So why is it important to detox these heavy metals? Toxic metals definitely interfere with the body's functioning. And you mentioned your father with cancer. Toxic metals are a known cause for cancer. They get inside the cells. They interfere with the cell's ability to naturally function, and the cells will uh, alter their behavior and become aberrant in a sense and can flip into cancerous cells. Uh, The toxic metals also interfere with almost every other function in the body, depending on what toxic metal it is. And in today's society, of course, we don't have just one toxic metal. We have multiple toxic metals that we're all exposed to. And we don't even know, and nobody knows, all of the negative effects when you start combining toxic metals. So really, almost any condition you can think of could be either caused or exacerbated by one or more toxic metals. So it's a huge impact on our bodies. We absolutely store these. I test a lot of babies, for example. I'm talking, you know, three-month, four-month-old babies. Yeah, and they're full of this stuff. Yeah, they're getting it from their mothers while the baby's bodies are growing in the womb. Everybody today was born with toxic metals. You can't escape it. I have not tested a single person who was free from large amounts of toxic metals. It's epidemic. And, you know, it's everywhere. And well, it's, it's really scary. I mean, that's kind of why I am focusing LiveTo110.com on detoxification because it's really the underlying cause of disease. It is a major underlying cause of disease, absolutely. And you're dealing with not only toxic metals, but thousands of toxic chemicals and that have been being used for decades. And the problem is, is still here. I know they've outlawed certain things, but there are still thousands of these things. And everything we do, every body product we use, the air we breathe, the food, the water, you can't escape it today. And so it is a major problem and one of the, the key aspects of getting well is building up the body's energy systems and building up its nutrient status so that it can get rid of these things. But one of the really interesting things that I don't think a lot of people talk about, which I found very interesting with nutritional balancing science, is it's very focused on the idea that when you're nutrient deficient, when you don't have enough of the right minerals and vitamins, your body will absorb more toxic metals. So it actually increases toxicity to be nutrient deficient. And the body will even use toxic metals to adapt to things. It will use them as spare parts. So if you don't have enough of the nutrient mineral, your body will absorb more of a toxic metal because it can use it in various building sites in the body. For example, the body will use cadmium to build its blood vessels if it doesn't have enough zinc. Zinc, of course, is a very important nutrient mineral Cadmium is, is an extraordinarily toxic metal, but the body doesn't want to leave holes in your blood vessels. Cadmium is similar enough in its structure to zinc that it can be used there, and so the body's now building its blood vessels with cadmium. It, cadmium doesn't work as well. It works about 60% as well as zinc would in those situations, but at least it's something you know, the body has to cope with not having enough zinc. So it will do that. And that's a fascinating component in nutritional balancing science is the recognition that these toxic metals are also being used as spare parts in the body. And you can't just rip them all out 
it doesn't work. You have to replace the nutrient minerals and get the body to release those toxins. And once you have enough nutrient minerals in the body, it's very protective against toxic stress because there's no way we can avoid all of these today in our current environment. So uh, how is nutritional balancing science superior to other methods of detox? Well, I guess I covered some of that just now <laughs> with that, <laughs> that concept, right, where you don't, want to, you don't want to pull these toxins out all of a sudden. Another thing these toxic metals do is they support our energy systems. Many of these metals are stimulants, and they prop up a tired body, and they keep us going. Almost all of us today are living on toxic stress to a degree, and that, and that toxic stimulant qual- uh, quality of these metals. So if you go in, for example, very popular today in in the medical community, which I'm glad they're starting to tune into this, but their solution is heavy chelation. And they use chelating drugs to pull toxic metals out of the body. And while that can be helpful to a degree, what happens is it overstrips the body of some of these metals that the body's using. And a person can completely crash and get very fatigued. And I think, Wendy, you mentioned to me that you had someone that you knew who had this happen to them. Yeah, I had a friend that they had to chelate um, uh, mercury from having like 150 different uh, vaccinations mm-hmm. over traveling all, all over the place. For like three years, they had to do mercury chelation. I'm sure it was just hell. Yes, yeah, and it can leave a person exhausted afterwards because the body was using those. Uh, again, you have to look at the body as a very intelligent system. It wants to it wants to get rid of toxic metals. It doesn't want these in there. It it knows what's supposed to be there and knows what isn't, and it knows it better than anybody else. And if you work with the body's intelligence and allow it to remove these things at its own pace, it's much better for your long-term health, and it avoids a lot of the, the damage and pitfalls and dangers with some of the other methods. Uh, for example, mercury is antimicrobial. That's why they use it in so many things, including dental fillings. It it prevents the growth of bacteria. Mm. So what happens is your body's smart. If you have a little low-grade infection somewhere, it can even put mercury on purpose in the area to keep the infection from proliferating. And if you go in there and just rip out all that mercury before the body is ready to deal with that infection, the next thing you know you have a raging bacterial infection because the body wasn't ready yet to take care of it. So when you do nutritional balancing, you're you're bypassing those pitfalls because you're feeding the body, you're letting it handle things in the sequence it knows it needs to, and I find that it actually detoxifies more deeply than any other method I've ever encountered, and yet it does it safely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so... What are some of the more problematic toxic heavy metals that are in our environment? Well, pretty much everybody today has toxic aluminum, toxic cadmium, which I mentioned, arsenic. Yeah, those, I was detoxing those too. I was very happy. That had a huge rise in my test, my, one of my tests. <laughs> yes, you did, exactly. And that's one of the things that is fun to see on the hair test is you have to think of the hair as a trash can for the body. And the hair is where the body puts toxins or toxic metals when it's trying to get rid of them. So as Wendy mentioned, her hair test showed a rise in some toxic metals because her body was actually pushing them out of other tissues where they were causing trouble and was getting rid of them and pushing them out into the hair. So you'll see these metals go up on on hair tests when you do future hair tests and you know the person's now getting rid of this stuff. It's really fun to see. And yeah, you've got rid of some of these very common toxic metals. Nickel is another one, lead, mercury, 
even toxic forms of minerals that we feel or think of as being nutrients like iron and copper. Your body needs those in good form, but we get a lot of that in toxic form, and, and all of these cause a wide variety of negative symptoms. Yeah, and so what does aluminum do to us? So I know aluminum is in so many products. People are going to restaurants and people are eating food that's cooked in aluminum pots and they're using aluminum foil to cook and dream, drinking from aluminum soda cans. What is aluminum doing to our society? It's very damaging and it has a lot of effects on the nervous system. So you hear a lot of talk about Alzheimer's being linked to aluminum toxicity, you know, things like memory loss, confusion, and other neurological disorders. The, um, it other causes other problems too, things like headaches and uh, colitis, so inflammation in the in the colon. It causes mm. kidney damage, and pretty much it can pretty much affect any system in the body. And we do get, I mean, with aluminum in the antiperspirant deodorants we use, I think that's one of the biggest problem sources today. For oh, yeah. is you know we are in our society today expected not to smell bad ever, and <laughs> so. You know, we feel the pressure to use these products, but they're they're killing us. Yeah, I have that expectation too. Sadly, yeah, <laughs> I don't want any stinky people near me. But know. you know, people have to use these deodorants. They work really well with the aluminum in them. Right, but the aluminum works because it's absorbing into the skin and impairing the sweat glands. Yeah, and it doesn't just stop there. It doesn't just stay in those sweat glands, and maybe you sweat it out later that night, right? The whole body then absorbs that. It moves into the blood. It moves into the lymphatic system, and we have so many toxins today that our bodies are overloaded. They can't get it out as fast as it's coming in, and so the body winds up storing them, or they just get lodged and stuck places. Yeah, I've read that um, most breast cancer tumors are full of aluminum. That's interesting, and I believe that because it's right near where you're rubbing on the deodorant. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a big problem. Aluminum also is used heavily when you're eating restaurant food. Uh, they use a lot of aluminum cookware, and unfortunately they add aluminum to salt to keep it from caking together so it flows more easily. Yeah, so, flour too. Exactly. Yeah, it's everywhere. Unfortunately, it's everywhere, and it does it, it does cause a lot of variety of health problems. Yeah, that's why it's good to just cut out the flour, cut out the regular table salt, and at least spare yourself that uh, source of aluminum intake. Exactly. You do your best. You do your best to avoid obvious sources of these, and society, fortunately, is becoming more and more aware, so more products are available that are free from these particular toxic metals. And then the other end of that is you build up your body's energy systems and you build up the nutrient status of the body so that it protects you from the exposures you can't avoid. And that's what's that's so great about this program is because, like, for me, no matter how hard I try to avoid, you know, bad foods or toxic foods or no matter what you do, you're still ingesting these things no matter how hard you try. So you you no matter what you do or how healthy you eat or exercise or take care of yourself, you have to have some sort of detox plan in place. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't live in a bubble. And I see people try sometimes, and it's very stressful. They worry yeah. about every every single thing they go, and they can't go anywhere. You sit in a movie theater, you're breathing in the hairspray of the person in front of you. Yeah. Um, you're, you're breathing in toxins. You, you can't isolate yourself from the world entirely. And so you do have to build up your body system so that it can detoxify, amongst other things. When you build up your body's energy and strength, it can do 
it can fight infection, it can clear out chemicals, it can clear out metals, it can rebuild tissues, it can heal from injuries. Um, you know, all of those systems are supported. And so it is a very important component of it. A lot of people think they can just do a, a two-week cleanse and we're going to remove a bunch of metals and that's all I have to do. But the truth is when you focus on building up all of your systems, the body is going to be constantly cleaning itself and then you don't have to worry so much about all of your exposures. Yeah. And what do you think about cadmium? Because you had mentioned a few times that cadmium is really a big problem with uh, you know companies dumping cadmium in our environment. So what is that doing to us? Well, it it contributes to a lot of different symptoms, including cardiovascular disease. It, it hardens the arteries, and I was mentioning that cadmium will be used instead of zinc. And the problem is, is it is more brittle, and it's not as flexible, and so the arteries become harder and more susceptible to damage because of that. And so the body then puts on cholesterol plaques onto the arteries to protect them, knowing that they're weak. And so it leads to a whole cascade of, of problems in the you know, blood vessels of the body, which then can lead to you know, all kinds of other more serious symptoms like high blood pressure, heart failure, stroke, you know, all of those problems. Um, but in addition to that, cadmium is a known cause of cancer. It also contributes to blood sugar problems like hypoglycemia and diabetes. Mm-hmm. Osteoporosis is another big one, and kidney failure is another mm-hmm. big known I mean, it sounds like it's one of the major contributors to, uh, like, the major health plagues that are going on in the United States, like heart disease being number one and diabetes, you know, coming up in the top five. It is. And one of the reasons that is the case is because we are so zinc deficient today. Our food is very deficient in zinc, and so the body actually absorbs even more cadmium than it would otherwise. It's trying to cope with not having enough zinc, but, of course, then it leads to all of these problems, and a big source of cadmium is smoking. And a lot of people don't know that, but they're poisoning themselves with cadmium when they smoke cigarettes. And you'll see it. I'll see a smoker's hair test. I see it. Their cadmium levels are always higher. Oh, wow. Yeah, so even secondhand smoke, you're getting exposed to it. Mm-hmm. So given our toxic world, why do you think that uh, people are getting poor results when being treated by their physicians? Because, you know, I've been to a lot of doctors, you know, just kind of trying to diagnose different little ailments here and there, and I've never had a doctor even mention heavy metals or chemical toxicity. Yes, I know. It's unfortunate. It's, you know, the problem with doctors is their training. It's really not their fault. They go to medical school and they cram in a bunch of information for seven years about how to save lives, right? And they're taught based on a certain drug and, and surgery paradigm. That's what they're taught. And it's very funny. I have asked multiple medical doctors how much nutrition training they get in college. And it ranges from about 30 minutes to maybe up to an hour. Wow. It's, and I've heard that from multiple doctors, including... It's just crazy. It's crazy, yeah. You're, it's, everything you, you eat is what your body is built upon. Right. It affects your health so much. But, you know, maybe that's left of the scope of nutritionists and health coaches. It should be the scope of doctors, too, but you're right. It's hard yeah. to know how to bring someone to surgery and, you know, think of an emergency room doctor, all the things they have to know to fix on an emergency basis, and then to know about everything that is involved with nutrition. They can learn a lot more than they do, absolutely, and they should. It would be something they'd have to spend a little more time getting educated on, but you're talking about prevention versus acute care. Yeah. And 
right? So when you're looking at prevention, you have to look at removing toxic metals, getting people healthy. If someone's just been poisoned with a toxic metal, the doctors know about that. Yeah. And they do know what to do about that. And they'll give you something to chelate out the toxic metal so that you're, you don't die from it, for example. But that's about the extent of it, unfortunately. Yeah. So it is, it's a big problem. It is. And, you know, like I said, more doctors are becoming aware of it, especially doctors who start to lean towards an alternative direction. But their solution right now, for the most part, unfortunately, is using chelating drugs, which yeah. I find, you know, not quite as effective and, and dangerous in some ways. Yeah, and I also was kind of reading on drlwilson.com that in a, with chelation that it doesn't get out nearly like deep enough. It doesn't go as deep as nutritional balancing science. That's right, and part of that is because the body won't let it because it knows it needs some of these toxins. So you can't, you can only pull out with chelation some of the more surface toxins. If they're dug it deep into tissues or if they're being used by a part of the body, usually the body won't let those go. Yeah, because that's why that's what's so great about the nutritional balancing is because you have to flood your body with minerals in order for it to let this stuff go. And I know that I have some clients of mine that are on this program working with you that only taking the supplements, the minerals, the selenium and the zinc and the calcium, magnesium and a few others, just doing that alone without any doing any of the other detox protocols that we'll talk about in a second just doing the mineralization, they're having huge uh, detox symptoms and detoxification of metals. Yeah, it's actually quite amazing to me. I've been surprised by this program multiple times at how effective it is when it seems simple. Uh, the truth is it's not simple. The formulas are what are so important and knowing what to give each person. Zinc mm -hmm. all by itself could be excellent for one person and very damaging for somebody else. And I think that's one of the, the problems with a lot of approaches is we talk about mineral balancing, and there's that word balancing again. It's not just balancing the body chemistry. It's it's balancing what nutrients you give a person to not create a chain reaction of negative effects. You can give someone a nutrient mineral, and if it's you give too much of it or it's isolated when it should be combined with other things, um, you can create a chain reaction of negative effects in a person's body. Because when a body's out of balance, which everybody, I haven't, I wouldn't pick any person off the street and not have, they're not in balance. It just isn't, isn't happening today. Yeah. Yeah. So when you take a, a body like that and you give it a whole bunch of nutrients, just random basket of nutrients, it creates and can create a chain reaction of negative effects. Now, if you have somebody extraordinarily healthy and you do that, generally you're okay. But people need to, to know, because that's one of the failures I had, one of the things that I went through personally when seeing other practitioners while I was trying to heal my body was the fact that, you know, I was given nutrients that for somebody else may have been just fine. But for me, it created negative chain reactions that in some cases, uh, it was dramatic. It was very, what I went through was very difficult because of that. And yeah. that back in some cases, four years in my healing. Wow. Yeah, so yeah I see so many people or so many clients come to me and they show up with a bag full of supplements that they're taking and, you know, they don't realize that you just can't, it's really not wise to just randomly supplement you. It's, you know, maybe taking a, a vitamin, basic vitamin supplements, fine. But, you know, when people are supplementing just random minerals, like so many people are on calcium, for instance, yeah. without, you know, it's just really interesting to me how if you take one mineral, it very much affects another mineral, which affects another mineral, and that's why you need to do nutritional balancing. 
Yeah, otherwise you don't know what chain reaction you're creating and you don't know if what you're doing is right for you. And when you get it just right, that's when the magic starts to happen. And like you said, people can take just some supplements and all of a sudden the body is starting to dump this. And really it's just minerals, it's just vitamins, it's not even mega doses. They're not super high doses yeah. of this. It's the it's getting that balance just right to shift the body because it's really the body that's dumping these metals. And you have to feed it just right, and it boy, it wants to do it. You know, it's like if you've been sitting in, in a room and you haven't been able to move for 20 years and you've been watching all this junk and garbage and dirt pile up around you, and all of a sudden you get the energy and someone hands you a broom and some garbage bags, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to dive in. You don't no, even yeah. have to be told to do it, right? Yeah, um, and the body is just dying for nutrients and energy. Yep. Yep, the body wants that. It's It really is so eager to get this stuff out. It just hasn't been able to. So you feed it properly, and it goes to town, and the stuff just starts coming out. Yeah, and I thought it was really interesting how I recently had my fifth hair test done, and I just have been having these voracious sugar cravings because, you know, my I'm detoxing a lot of metals. It takes a lot of energy, so my body is just like, give me energy, give me sugar. So you put me on supplemental chromium, but I yes. thought it was interesting that if you take chromium, it reduces your zinc levels, which will reduce something else. So I had to increase my zinc in order to accommodate that chromium. Yes, that's right. You have to counterbalance chromium with zinc, or you will alter multiple chain reaction of levels in the, in the body. So you're right. Yes, we did have to give you chromium, um, but also I had to give you extra zinc and, and the correct balance to that to compensate for it. Yes, I'm very happily gobbling up all my pills. Oh, good. <laughs> and so so what exactly is involved? Uh, you know, just tell everyone what's involved in the nutritional balancing program. Now, you mentioned uh, supplements, and there's also uh, you have to do infrared saunas and some other detox protocols, like perhaps coffee enemas. And can you explain why each of these components are important for detox? Yeah, well, the supplements, I think we've talked about, you know, enough of that here, but in general, you need to have the the right combination of vitamins and minerals to allow the body to do the job of detoxification. It needs to feed all of those systems that are involved in removing toxic metals. It takes nutrients to remove toxic metals because the enzymes and the systems that are involved in moving all those things around have to be built by the body and have to be supported. So that's one component. And then, of course, you need to allow the body to replace the toxic metals that are being used as spare parts with the correct nutrient, which the supplements help to provide. The supplements also are designed to increase energy production within the cells. And Mm -hmm. that's a very important component of this because really the body needs energy to do anything it does. And so when you increase the energy systems and the capacity of the body to make energy within every cell, suddenly a lot more work can get done. So the supplements are crucial there. And because we're dealing with that very tricky balance of combinations of nutrients, it's nearly impossible to do that with food alone because you don't know what's in food. And broccoli from one farm is going to have different nutrients than broccoli from another farm. And Mm -hmm. it's very hard to get those doses that are required and in the right quantities to really bring about change. So that's the supplement component of it. Diet is... Oh, yeah, I'll add something a little bit to the supplements. So correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like every client that I brought to you is taking a calcium, magnesium, zinc, selenium, kelp for iodine for their thyroid, fish oil, and GB3. Is that correct? That's kind of kind of like most people have yeah. that basic supplement regimen. Yes, there are some things everybody needs. 
And um, calcium and magnesium in proper combination are, are absolutely essential today. We don't get enough in our food, and when the body's out of balance, it loses calcium and magnesium. It either is urinating out too much or it's losing it into other tissues where it's not supposed to go. So everybody needs about 750 milligrams of calcium per day and about 450 milligrams of magnesium. Those, mm-hmm. are, those can go up and down a little bit and be just fine, but that's the ratio that I usually start people on. Some people do have trouble absorbing magnesium, and they can get diarrhea or loose stool from it, in which case they have mm-hmm. to reduce the amount. But, yes, everybody gets calcium magnesium. Everybody gets a digestive aid. The one that I usually find most people need is something that contains ox bile and pancreatic enzymes. Yeah, that's the GB3. That's GB3, exactly. But you can find other sources of those nutrients as well. Um, I know. It's so easy to think. For so long I was taking uh, digestive enzymes, thinking that's what I needed to do. Right, yeah. And it does, it can help. But uh, you do need things like the bile. Most people's bile production is diminished, and it's essential for digestion. So you do want a digestive aid. Digestion takes a tremendous amount of energy, and it requires a lot of nutrients to build all the enzymes. So most people, by the time they have any symptom whatsoever, have impaired digestion. So it is important to to supplement a digestive aid. And then um, fish oil is important and EPA, DHA. So about 1,000 milligrams total of those nutrients per day is usually needed unless a person is eating some healthy forms of fish. Unfortunately, fish today is very toxic. That's another big source of all of these metals. Is mm-hmm. fish. And I know. I love my sushi. I'm yeah, it's, it. it's too <laughs> bad because fish is otherwise such a healthy food. But our waters, and it's not just the oceans; it's all fresh water too, has been polluted, you know, by uh, industrial contamination. Yeah, so, it's really sad. I know. I was really bummed on my last hair test. I I've been eating a lot of fish. This is my husband just kept bringing it home for dinner. I was eating mahi mahi, all these big predatory fish that accumulate the metals a lot. And my my mercury went up so high, I was kind of shocked. Yeah. And it's funny. People can't hide that from me. I know when they're eating fish because I yeah. see it on the hair. It's it's very direct. my sushi addiction. Yeah, it's direct. I mean, it's very obvious. So people who tell you, oh, fish isn't a problem, just look at a few hair tests and you'll see it. It's it, The more fish people eat, the higher that reading goes. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate. But there are small fish like sardines and anchovies that are that are fine and very healthy. And so if you're eating a few cans of sardines, for example, per week, you don't need to supplement another fish oil. There's enough there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, salmon is another good, generally you know, healthier form of, of fish and fish oil. So, yeah, that vitamin D, I'm not sure if you mentioned that, but vitamin D is important. Almost everybody today is deficient for one reason or another. So I usually, for adults, recommend about 5,000 IU vitamin D every mm-hmm. day. Even if they're getting sunshine, it doesn't seem to, the sun, for whatever reasons, doesn't seem to be working as well as it used to for vitamin D production. So that's another one, like you mentioned, iodine, which I use from kelp. Um, Sometimes a low-dose B vitamin. Now, not everybody needs B vitamins, but most adults do. So you're much better off doing a a hair test and seeing exactly what you need. But if you're not going to do that, a low-dose B vitamin with multi-Bs in it, do not take iron, though, unless you absolutely know you need it. And like you mentioned, some low-dose zinc. Those okay. are, yeah, usually what people would uh, would need. Although zinc, sometimes I have to combine properly with other minerals. And so uh, infrared saunas are a real important part of the program. Can you explain that? Yes, they are an optional procedure. People come into nutritional balancing, and they look at everything, and they think, oh, my goodness, I can't do all of that. 
Um, So it is an optional procedure, but it's fantastic. Saunas, in general, when you're sweating, you are releasing toxins through the skin. The skin is one of our elimination organs. The body is designed to push toxins out through the skin, and, of course, when you're sweating, it does a lot more of that. And the saunas at a gym are nice. They will work, but... I don't know if any if any of you listening have been in one of those saunas. You walk in and you feel like you can't even breathe. Yeah, you can't stand that long. No, you can't stand very long, 10, 15 minutes at the most, um, because of the way that that's heating the body. The, the rocks heat the air, which heats your skin, which heats the next layer, and it goes in that way. Um, they've come out with infrared saunas now. Far infrared saunas were have been around for a while, and they were the first entrance into that technology. And they're great. They actually do work very well. And then Dr. Wilson, whose website you actually mentioned a moment ago, drlwilson.com, he came up with using infrared bulbs. And they're these red bulbs that um, you might see in a kitchen using to heat up food, for example, on a, on a counter. I'm they're, <laughs> they're great for heating the body. They're uh-huh. used in chicken brooding is one of the main other uses for them. And what happens is that the heat from those lamps, any infrared heat, it doesn't heat the air very much, and it heats the body, and it penetrates very deeply. And so it is a, it's a much more pleasant sauna experience because the air you're breathing doesn't get over maybe 120 degrees compared to 180 or higher in these other kinds of saunas. And yeah, I love it because when I use the infrared sauna, uh, it's so much nicer because you can keep it, you know, between 120 or 140, and you're not dying, but you're still getting the benefit where like 15 to 20 percent of your sweat is actually toxins. It can be, yes, it can be, absolutely, yeah, and it's very effective for that. But there are other benefits to the saunas, including uh, immune system benefits, even potential benefits in, in fighting cancer cells. It increases circulation through the body. So there, there's a, a quite an array of benefits to using one of these saunas, and that's why it is an optional and highly recommended procedure for most of my clients because it does so much, including, of course, helping with detoxification. Yeah, I've read that the cancer cells, they don't tolerate the heat well at all, so you can actually you know, assist your, your cancer tumor in shrinking. You can, and the the other the the component of that that I find most interesting is a concept called heat shock proteins, and these are little proteins that the body makes when it's heated up. Now they make these proteins under other kinds of stress too, but they first discovered them when applying heat, and these little proteins are little scavengers, so they hunt out other trouble, including cancer cells, and they work to get rid of them. So those little proteins will work to repair damaged tissue, work to remove toxins, work to remove infections, and even cancer cells. And that's one of the big benefits to doing the saunas is you're heating the body, so you create these heat shock proteins, and those little guys go to to work uh, fixing all kinds of problems. Yeah, I love them too because, like, whenever I have a flu or a cold, uh, you can, like, go into one of these saunas and kind of induce a fever, a faux fever, to kill the bacteria. That's right. Yeah, fever is a natural function of the body for many reasons when fighting an uh, infection. Unfortunately, adults are not really strong enough often to get a fever. If you, if you notice, children run fevers all the time, and that's because their immune systems are actually stronger. And when the body raises its temperature, for one, viruses do not replicate well at higher temperatures. Yeah. But also, yeah, but also the heat shock proteins are created. The uh, the certain calciums are mobilized better for the immune system when the body temperature is higher. So, yes, the saunas are wonderful to help with infection as well. 
Yeah, and that's what I just love it that you guys use it on this program. And actually, that's how I discovered nutritional balancing science was researching a blog about infrared saunas. Oh, that's and, interesting. And uh, so I'm just so thankful that that led me to you guys. Yeah. So uh, another thing that I'm really into is definitely part of the program that I discovered on the nutritional balancing science program is coffee enemas. Um, right. You kind of dispel some of people's fears or, uh, you know, obvious objections to doing coffee enemas? Yes, yeah. Again, it's another optional procedure, but every client I can convince into doing it is so relieved once they start it and try it. Uh, There's a lot of concepts out there about enemas, and people, of course, just that topic alone can make you cringe um, because of what a person conceives they're going to have to do. But it's a very simple procedure. It's extremely safe. We've been doing this with thousands and thousands and thousands of people have not encountered problems with it. And really what you're doing is a, is more of a coffee implant. It's about two cups of liquid, and mm-hmm. you use organic or good coffee, and you obviously insert it rectally, and you hold it for 15 minutes and you release it. And what it does in the body is it stimulates the liver to dump toxins, and it also stimulates the gallbladder. And so the body actually, every time you do a coffee enema, is getting a little bit of a cleanse. And the liver is cleaning itself. Um, the cells additionally respond to the coffee by dumping toxins as well. There's certain things that that get triggered in the cells that cause them to do this. So it's really a whole body, gentle though, very gentle way of cleansing the whole system. And so we do recommend them because it speeds progress along quite nicely. Also, when you're on the program in general, you're going to be dumping a lot of toxins, and sometimes the coffee enema helps you deal with not having so many symptoms from all of the detoxification. And we've had people do them for years. I did them for years. And... There are some worries when you talk about coffee enemas about dependency. I did not experience that. I have not had any client experience that. In fact, the enemas can help to tone your bowel and Hmm. function better on its own. Yeah, they're really good for people that have constipation or IBS issues, too. Absolutely. Yeah, if you're constipated and you're not going every day and you do a daily coffee enema, for example, you're cleaning out the bowel on a daily basis as well as cleaning the whole system. So it's it's very safe, very effective, um, and, you know, it is something I do recommend to almost everybody. There are a few conditions where it might be difficult if you have damage to that part of the body. But other than that, it's uh, it's pretty much universally uh, helpful. And so I just want to make it clear to the audience that these are coffee enemas that you do at home. They're not done with a practitioner where you can possibly risk infection at a colon hydrotherapy place like that. It's just you do it at home with your own sterilized enema bucket, and they're very, very safe. Exactly. And it is. And it's nice. You have privacy. You don't have to worry about it being an awkward situation. And I find that most of my clients who, who do them love them. They never want to stop, actually. And it is interesting. I've had, you know, as people get older, they've gone in for colonoscopies. And my clients who have been doing regular coffee enemas always get a glowing rave review from the doctor afterwards. Their colons are usually immaculate. Oh, wow. Yep. And so, so we've covered all about what nutritional balancing science is. So how much does it cost? Well, any practitioner you go to, of course, is going to have different fees. Um, the... The hair test, and for me, what I charge is $240, which includes an initial um, initial visit. It includes multiple follow-ups and the lab fees itself. So, But it depends on where you go, how much service they're going to give you with the hair test itself. And so prices do vary, sometimes up to as much as $500. But generally, oh, wow. it's very low cost. 
Um, yeah, I mean, compared to going to the doctor, and like when I first went to my doctor for a diagnosis, like trying to figure out what was wrong with me, I spent, you know, $1,000 with just my copay on all the different tests that she did. Exactly. Yes. I I, it, I didn't come away with a program to heal myself. I, she just didn't have any kind of program to help me except except like hormone replacement therapy, which is not I was not going to do. But right. I think this program is so great because I think it's so reasonably cost, you know, cost effective. It is very cost effective. I remember how much I was spending on nutritional programs on myself before I started doing this. And I was spending at times up to $3,000 a month with practitioners. Wow. It was, yeah, very expensive. And I have a lot of people who come to me who have been on other protocols and doing other testing. And when they find out the rates and how low cost this really is, they're actually quite relieved. It is a, it's an added expense to someone who's never done anything nutritional before. Yeah. It's something that would be a new expense. But when you talk about all the co-pays and insurance and all the problems, the costs that are going to be incurred later in life, either through direct medical costs or the costs associated with disability and inability to work if you get hit with an illness, which is what happened to me. I couldn't work for four years. I was so ill. Oh, gosh. But, yeah, I watched my father go through the same thing at one time for about two years. And, uh, you know, someone else had to run his business, and it was a very tough time. So you have to add those costs in when you're looking at, you know, a lifetime of health. And so for a small investment of, for example, $240 now to know all the things you need to do for yourself to avoid all of that, it's absolutely very cost-effective. And, and so how much do subsequent tests cost after the initial one? Well, most people charge anywhere from about 135 up to maybe 175 for the repeat tests, and that includes a full analysis and consultation. So, okay. Yeah, you do periodically want to recheck because the whole idea is you're going to be correcting body chemistry, you're going to be shifting it in different directions and moving it towards an optimum, but you have to then retest and see where the body is after anywhere from three to six months so that you can then make sure you still have them on the correct nutrients because they're going to change over time. And you're constantly steering the body in towards its ideal, but it will go through all kinds of swings on its way. So you do want to do the retest every you know, three to six months. As you go along, they can spread out even longer, of course, but that is a, a component to the program. Yeah, and I think those supplements are really reasonably priced, too, because I've definitely been into supplements for many years, and some of them can get really pricey. Yeah. But I think the Endemint supplements that are used on the program are very reasonable. They are, and they're very high quality. They actually are. They're very careful about what they use to, to chelate minerals, for example. They use protein chelates. They use some very complicated systems for developing these things, and they keep the prices reasonable. And really, you're not on a lot of stuff. I yeah, remember like mine are only like $100 a month, which is not not nearly what I was spending prior to getting on the program. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's not 30 bottles of things that you have sitting on your counter that you have to take. You know, it's yeah. very targeted, it's very direct, and so it makes it a lot more simple and affordable for people than other things they might do. Yeah, and I like it that it's streamlined because I spent like several years, you know, studying different supplements and figuring out what was working. It can be very overwhelming because there's so many different things that you read about that, gosh, I should be taking that. And the program just totally streamlines everything. You don't have to think about anything. Yeah, that's yeah, a good that's point. It was a that huge was value because you do every week there's some new article that comes out about some supplement or nutrient you should take. And yeah, I know. When I just got up to your office, I had a bag of like 20 or 30 supplements I was taking. <laughs> like your right, mouth right. was gaping open. Exactly. I remember that. Yeah, that yeah. people come to me with their bags, you know, and they're yeah. full. There's 50 things in there. And, uh, <laughs> 
It's, that's a, that is a problem, and that's one of the problems with not doing a whole body approach as well or not doing a system approach to, to healing is you are just picking and choosing and hunting and guessing and taking one supplement for one symptom and another for another symptom, and the next thing you know, you're, you're, your kitchen's full of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I live in Los Angeles. You're in, you're in Los Angeles, too, in the Glendale area. So, and I know people can definitely come to you and have appointments at your home, but most of your clients are over the phone. So I'm sure what a lot of people are wondering is, can they do this from anywhere in the world? Yeah, that's the beauty of hair sampling and doing a hair test is hair is very stable. You can cut the sample and stick it in an envelope and mail it anywhere in the world, and it'll arrive safe and sound and ready to be tested. So I do work with people from all over the world, really. I focus mostly on the United States and Canada, and I have um, clients all over the country. And, yes, it's very easy to work with someone at a distance with this. You just you know, fill out their forms, and it's not very hard to cut a hair sample. And you pop that off in the mail, and you can receive all of your reports either by email or mail And as far as the written materials. And then, of course, consultations can be done a myriad of ways, including by phone. So really, there's no reason not to do it because of location and the supplements get mailed to you so everything can be done by mail yeah i love it when you mentioned that you had a a family of 12 from syria that was all doing hair testing (laughs) i do i do and what's (laughs) fascinating to me is they're still continuing with it in the middle of a civil war i actually get Uh. emails from them they order their supplements they're living (laughs) on jarred food and canned food uh, and their powers yeah. in and out but they're still taking their supplements and they um they tell me that they're the only ones the people who are on the program there are the only ones who are staying healthy through this conflict and not getting mm-hmm. sick and not having all kinds of other problems due to the stress that they're under mm. wow that's really compelling yes. yeah it's, it's surprising it's, they're still getting their supplements it, it's <laughs> very touching yeah it's very touching when i when i hear from them and actually is it's it's quite amazing so, you know, thank you so much for being on the show. I just I thought it was really important to tell people about this this incredible program. So, um well, it was my pleasure. Thanks yeah, for having me. So much. It was just really really uh, interesting. And so if all you guys out there, if you're interested in doing a nutritional balancing program, please definitely contact Nikki Moses on mosesnutrition.com. Um I've been, you know, you know, I've seen lots of physicians and healthcare practitioners, and I've just been really blown away by how much Nikki knows about supplements and about uh, health conditions and how to resolve them and the underlying cause of them. And I've just been really, really impressed. So I, I just really urge you guys, you know, if you're interested, you know, want to check it out and get healthy and you're tired of feeling fatigued and tired and the doctors don't know what's wrong with you, you know, I definitely urge you to check it out and get healthy. Well, thank you, so, Wendy. Thanks for having me. Thank and you so much. Yes, and people fantastic can. talking to you. Yes, likewise. And anybody who wants to, you can check out the website. You can email me from the website as well if you have questions, and the phone number is also there. Okay, great. Well, thank you, Nikki. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Wendy. I'll okay. talk to you soon. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye.